1: Thunders, drastically so uh, this is dc on screen every week dave and jason talk about the multiverse of dc properties on film and television but be warned if it's been officially released you can expect they'll spoil it
0: all right welcome into dc on screen episode 487 we are for whatever reason because we feel like it, talking about Deadpool 2, we also have a, a review for Deadpool 1, the first Deadpool that we did that, like, what, two years ago? Uh,
1: February of then? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah,
0: so, Deadpool 2! Uh, I'm your host, David St. Robertson, this is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And, um, I don't know, man, how did you, how did you feel? Did you think Deadpool 2 lived up to uh, Deadpool the first? Yep. I did, too. I think, I have been thinking about it, I wasn't sure when I came out of the theater, I was like, eh, maybe it was, uh, I, may, I may like the first one better, and uh, or maybe I like this one better. I think it's about the same.
1: Yeah. I, I have the same compulsion right now that if I had tickets to watch that in about 30 minutes, I'd, I would be, I would go watch it in 30 minutes and be very excited.
0: I wouldn't, but.
1: I sure would. I'm sure I missed a few things. <laughs> I, I know I did because I've looked up some Easter eggs and some other stuff that we, we missed. And Oh yeah, what did you find? Um, we're not we're not going to bother with a spoiler-free version of this, right? Or maybe we just did. Oh, I liked it. No. Yay! Um, yeah. All right, so Tudick was definitely the guy that we thought he was. It was definitely Alan and Tudyk talking on the back of that uh, pickup truck. Uh-huh. The other guy was I Matt Damon. Remember. Oh,
0: wow. That's crazy. Right? Like, uh, the only thing I've seen is that Ryan Reynolds played the juggernaut.
1: Yeah, that was pretty good. And something that like I should have seen in theater, but I just missed it. I did not realize mm-hmm. that the Vanisher punchline was that it was Brad Pitt.
0: Oh yeah, me and Bethany both noticed that.
1: Did not catch that one. Just just blinked and I missed it. I mean, it really was half a second. You saw his face. It was blinked and I missed that one. So it was. Mm-hmm. Re- I, I was happy late. Like the punchline hit again later because it's the funniest fucking. Like I haven't gone back and watched the trailers. I just think I remember there being more of the X Force kind of doing things. And then you go uh-huh. back and you actually see this version of it and I was just laughing I was laughing my ass off a little bit this morning just thinking about it. Like I've never seen a team compiled so so wonderfully in that like that portion of an action movie and just shredded. It was great. <laughs> it was fucking great. <laughs> as soon as Bedlam hit the bus I was like, "Oh, they're all dying. Yep. <laughs> like even the one guy Peter goes to help the guy I was like, "Oh, yeah, he vomits. Peter's going down." <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he just like eviscerates peter he just falls in pieces oh it was great oh god
0: yep that was that was fantastic
1: and like the the, oh, the big thing that i'm so glad i didn't know about was i didn't know she died at all much less that early in the film didn't have that spoiled for me at all oh
0: yeah no me either
1: it was wonderful i did great acting um good scene just oh mm-hmm. good stuff
0: so yeah, uh just in case anyone didn't know, Bedlam was a he was a character in the comics, as was Shatterstar. Shatterstar was created by Rob Liefeld, as was uh Deadpool, Cable, and Domino.
1: And <laughs> has apparently a very short cinematic career. Mm-hmm.
0: What was the guy that vomited? What was his name? I know he's part of it too. He was I think he was in uh ecstatic.
1: God, I don't I don't remember his name. It it didn't sound it's not like the vomiter or something. I don't it's something that <laughs> <laughs> I'd never run across him remember. and I don't remember
0: like as soon as they they're like hey here's that guy I was like oh yeah that guy but yeah i I pretty much I wasn't excited about this movie at all and I'm glad I wasn't because I didn't watch any of the like I only watched like one trailer and I didn't really care I didn't think it was that funny um I was wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good kind of wrong though we like it's for the same reason I didn't start getting excited until about 11 o'clock in the morning the day we saw it, so yesterday. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I like, I didn't even stop to buy pre-sale tickets. I didn't, I didn't have time. I didn't have time to think about it. I knew it was there. I was excited it was there, but it was way in the back of my head. And then somewhere in the morning, I was at work, and I was like, oh, we're going to see Deadpool tonight. And I started getting really happy about it. Yeah. So I really only had a few hours of real anticipation, and then I sat down and watched it and was very pleased. Like, just as funny. thought they uh, – they had a lot of fun continuing some of the stories of some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what was the name? Upender. can't remember his name properly. But the cab guy. Depender? Depender. Depender? Okay. I yeah. keep thinking it's like Upender. I'm like, that can't be right. Uh, yeah, he's... <sighs> no, no, it can't. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> anyway, so he was he was a lot of fun. I just like, like oh, man. I don't know where I could really get annoyed with any of this stuff. Every Every version of this that I've been thinking about was just fun. Mm-hmm. And I heard people it complaining was. about, um, especially this, there were people complaining that, right, so in the end credits, he goes back and he does actually, he hits his shot with the cream cheese thing, right? Mm-hmm. So theoretically, she's fine now, assuming there's nothing funky yeah. going on that they reverse. But I think she's fine now. Mm-hmm. And then I I actually saw some people when I was looking around this morning, going like, that's just ridiculous. It means like nothing happened in the movie. There's no stakes. But like, Man, it's called a hero's journey. It li- they literally map it as a circle. You go out, you, there's a hero with a problem, there's a there's like a, a thing he goes out to find, there's a thing he can't defeat, he finds a way to defeat it, and he comes back to where he started a better person. That's what they do. This mm-hmm. is not a valid complaint for me. And they did it in a funny-ass way.
0: Yeah. Zeitgeist, that was the vomit
1: guy. Ah, it was gonna bother you, wasn't it?
0: It was. Alright, well. You, you feel better? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you didn't remember it yourself? Yeah. Oh.
1: Well, you gotta cheat sometimes.
0: He was part of X Force, he wasn't ecstatic, but whatever. What I didn't realize is that uh the the bad guy, the main bad guy of Deadpool two was uh Mr. Sinister. It was Nathaniel Essex.
1: Huh. Didn't catch that at all.
0: I mean, I hmm. guess that was him. Like it was the Essex Orphanage or whatever. Fair enough. And he and he was he was uh experimenting on, on kids and torturing them on mutants. That sounds like Mr. Sinister.
1: Y- yeah. Not using their powers to make himself a god, but...
0: Not yet. We don't well, know what he was really doing. We're gonna, we're gonna go with, well... He escaped. Hmm. That could be a sequel.
1: Are you talking, wait, are you talking about the guy that was running the orphanage? Yeah. No, he totally gets mowed down by the cabbie, whose name I still can't remember, even though you told me a second ago.
0: Oh, Depender. Yeah, he does get mowed down by the cabbie. But...
1: Unless he stole a couple powers, I don't think he's gonna make it.
0: I don't know. We didn't see it. We didn't see a body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. How'd you like the death scene?
0: Oh, uh, Dead Bulls? Yeah. That was fun. It was one of those, like, it was almost like a Will Ferrell joke where it's like, it's not funny.
1: It's It was funny and, for and a minute, then it's, and then, yeah, it's yeah, not it's funny like, again. And, it's and not he,
0: funny, and then it becomes funny, then it stops being funny again. Then it goes back to being funny.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. I don't know what specifics like, even to ask about. Good lord. It's like, I, am it's like super... I enjoyed the movie in, in such a kind of thorough way right now. And I'm still kind of blushing from like the, the honeymoon of, of the movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the afterglow. Like we're still cuddling in bed, me and that movie. But I, it's like I can't even point out a specific thing. I definitely don't have a specific thing there's a problem with.
0: Like I feel like there's there's a, there are a, a lot less laughs uh, per minute. Probably. This time around. But I was really blown away by how – Well, they tow a line where they make me care about someone, they end that person, or they show me something sad, and then, like, uh, the perfect example is, like, they kill her off, right? Put a bullet in her, kill her off, and then we have, you know, I'm on the brink of tears, I'm I'm sad, Mm -hmm. and then they show me that opening credit sequence, (laughs) where, like, Everything is a joke about like did you did they did we did really, they really just kill, just her, kill her, off?
1: her I don't understand. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Produced by I don't understand.
1: Written by Whatever the real villains was. here.
0: Yeah. It was one of and it, Like
1: that and the death scene was fantastic. Oh god, the way he like hugs that guy and it's weird for a second and then steps into traffic. It was Yep. That was great. Mm-hmm. Like he's it he's all of what, ninety seconds removed from, from kind of seeing the life leave her eyes and he's already suicidal. Mm hmm. Good scene.
0: And an interesting way to pull in his own motivations from the comics, being in love with death and <laughs> wanting to die so he can be with her.
1: Oh, nice. Like, nice touch.
0: Yeah. I thought so. But uh yeah, man, like I feel like they did a really good job with, with with uh with balancing that. Like we know he wants to die, we know he wants to
1: the whole movie he wants to die. Mm-hmm. And keeps trying and I, I did like the um the constantly going back to her, your house is not in the right place. It was a good theme.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, like, for him to actually make it back to her, and she's like, "No, it's not time for you yet. You've got to go."
1: Yeah. Oh, that was rough. That was. Oh God, did you hear the theater actually kind of? It was some. It was some measure of like gasp and slightly sob when he finally gets past the the little membrane or whatever, and he he's unscarred. Uh huh. Like the whole theater had this kind of like oh kind of sound. To yeah. it. <laughs> like that's no, that so was my stomach. sweet.
0: I, uh, That was my stomach. I was hungry. I offered you popcorn. No, no. Yeah, I was actively trying not to make noises. (laughs) Like, it was...
1: Come on, tummy. Come on, tummy. Just a little longer. I I do the same thing with my bladder at any point. That's actually why I eat popcorn at the show. I'm not even a fan. I actually kind of hate popcorn because it gets stuck in your teeth. I hate it. But Mm -hmm. it annoys me way more than it's worth it for the flavor. But I almost need something to dehydrate me long enough to get through the movie. I
0: don't know if that's that's good science.
1: But it helps. (laughs)
0: Apparently, I don't care because I went. Mm, that's smart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea if that's a real thing. I will. Though. I, I've. I, it's got to the point where if I'm going to, and I don't, I really don't get out to see movies that don't have, you know, a DC or Marvel connection at this point. I just don't have time, and this is the thing I care about, so I make time for it. But man, like, I stop drinking water about three hours before the show starts, mm-hmm. especially if it's a DCU film. But with any of them. Just a I a habit of my day, I'll like in at work I always have a cup of water with me with some ice. And I just it's really just the water's just an excuse for me to chew on ice. I'm one of those guys. And I'll I'll cut that like if we're gonna go see a movie at six, I'll I'll throw that cup away at about three o'clock and just kind of belay that ritual for a while. hmm I have to. There's no other way around it now.
0: Sure. But like, when I was saying I was trying not to make noises, I was actively talking about like trying not to like gasp and sob over the fact that he was unscarred when he went oh, through the membrane.
1: Yeah. I thought you meant your tummy was complaining.
0: Well it was, but there was that too.
1: <laughs> Alright. Yeah, um yeah, that was that that hit a little bit. I didn't get too like I didn't get weepy, I guess, at any point during the movie. Which is fine. I didn't expect it.
0: I didn't I didn't, but there but there's I, a couple of points where I thought if they do like one more thing, I will be
1: like they could oh, have nope. pushed you. Here's the joke. Yeah.
0: They could have pushed me that way. But
1: like that Celine Dion song, that's pretty good. Pretty good song. If they just played you that after she died and he tried to kill himself, like while and mm-hmm. it, the the part that that's where it almost got me is like he hugs that guy and it's almost like he's so sad he just needs to hug somebody even if it is the guy who just pulled put a bullet in it. Like it, it's like he just needed like creature comfort. It, there was mm-hmm. something about the look on his face that was just so oh god, it was so foreign and displaced and confused. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. That that guy can act. Yeah, you can. But that, uh, if they had just played me that song and not done something silly with the credits, yeah, I might, have, I might have lost it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that, that's the nice thing about a Deadpool film, and it's, and it's the reason I'm so proud that Ryan Reynolds like stuck by what the character means, and wanted to do mm-hmm. it this way. Is he, he wanted to do it. He wanted to do it right. He didn't want to make like a film and happen to use Deadpool. He wanted to make a Deadpool movie. So he, he held out, and he fought for it, and he even got blackmailed into having to do that stupid version for X-Men Origins, or for Wolverine Origins. Mm-hmm. Like This was a thing he's fought for for years, and what you finally ended up getting was a film where, like, ah, man, I, I don't know how many characters you can do this with, where even at the saddest moment, he's still, he'll still take a moment to take to make a joke, and it, it doesn't pull you out of the film. It, like, makes it better. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of characters you can do that with.
0: Yeah, that was... They just utilized everything perfectly in this film. They really did.
1: They get it. It's nice. Question. Yes. I think they edited down some TJ Miller scenes in this movie.
0: Absolutely. I was wondering about that. It seemed. That was like the one thing that in the movies felt weird to me is like TJ Miller's scenes. Like, I feel like they cut it down to just what he had to be in. Literally. To make that. Make the movie work.
1: If there was a scene where they could cut it out and and edit it around it and and pull some screen time, I think they did it.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Because he's like they're they're talking about it, and then suddenly he's being threatened by Cable, and
0: Mm-hmm. that was weird. They're
1: over there planning. It, like it was it was a weird edit, and it still worked. Like it still works. But you you got there, and you know there had to be like a scene where he gets kidnapped by Cable or something. Like we missed a few minutes of screen time, at least
0: mm-hmm. that felt weird. Absolutely. I was kind of like, wait, did, did I just kind of pass out or something? Like what happened? <laughs>
1: like, Whatever.
0: I guess this is happening. Now.
1: They Like it, we cut to him doing that. And then they started like, they cut to the plan and they did a good job of editing it. So that like, cause I feel like it was probably the other way around. They were probably doing like, here's the plan. And then something happened. And then TJ Miller and blah, blah, blah. Um, but instead they, If I'm right, it's a little it's it's pretty clever because what they instead did was cut to him giving up the entire thing, giving up the whole plan and then explain what is about to happen, like on top of it in a way that kind Mm -hmm. of distracts you from like, well, that was a weird scene. Oh, okay, here's the plan. And then now we're flying out of a plane and it kind of (laughs) worked. Yeah. (laughs) And I kind of wondered later, like there's a line they, they they don't use him for like the last what third of the film. Yeah, a quarter of the film at least. Like, and there's a line he says where, like, I think he even has a gun in his hand. I can't remember where he's like, "What are we gonna do?" In a way that I can bail on it, something, like, you know, something like that. I forget what it was. It's a good joke. Uh, like,
0: so, sounds like a great plan that I'm not gonna be a part of, or something like that. Yeah, that,
1: I, it's like, that I'm gonna duck out of, whatever it is. But like, it's it's a decent joke. I can't remember how it's phrased. It made me laugh at the time. But I I like I wondered if that's how they planned it, or if that was like one of those ad libs that they had on screen and they're like, "Yeah, we got to use that." We're gonna use that and get him out of this thing. We can do the rest of the film without him in it.
0: Uh huh. I I don't remember what what actually happened with him. Was it like sexual allegations? Was it something? Was it a DUI? There was something that he did that was bad.
1: Uh, it's it's gotten <laughs> pretty ridiculous with him. Like there were there were sexual allegations that came out. I I forget when. It's been a minute, but anyway, I forget when those came out. But and like any of them, it's uh, and it's it's hard it's hard to get exactly what happened out of, any, out of anything. But it was definitely one of those where, like, this this could have been bad. And it got weirder even after that. Like, it, it was a weird enough story, like, when you, you you anyone listening, feel free to look into the details yourself and make your own judgments. But it, it was a weird story, and I don't know what to do with it, and feel free to look into it yourso- yourself. And then he doubles down later. It was like a month ago or so. He's on some, mm-hmm. he's like on a subway, and he apparently got in uh, uh, apparently focus on that word. Apparently got into an altercation with some woman on the bus and or the subway, and, and next thing you know, there was like a bomb threat involved and then he, they questioned him later and he seemed intoxicated and didn't seem to like have a coherent I don't know what's going on with the dude, but somewhere it's like it's a little bit off the rails right now. Like he's not on Silicon Valley. Um
0: Yeah, they wrote him out.
1: And they were kind of wrote him out last year, but they sure as hell didn't bring him back this time. Like they they solidified it. Mhm. Um Well, they
0: said that he was I want to say they said that he was always like showing up late or didn't care. There was, he was a, there was a lot of allegations something.
1: still there uh, where he was showing up, yeah, just showing up lit to work and stuff like that. And like, I, I have no idea what's going on with this dude, and I I, I really don't know <laughs> any any version of what's true or what's not. But if they wanted to get him off screen and just bail on that idea, I can't blame him because it's getting weird. Like he's seriously facing five to fifteen for a bomb threat right now.
0: Mm hmm. That's pretty weird.
1: That is an odd ending to a story that I did not expect. Uh I just didn't I didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah. So after we had Vinny Jones in X Men three, how much did you love seeing this version of Juggernaut?
1: Oh, this was great. This was pretty great.
0: Oh, and seeing the X Men in the X Men mansion. <laughs> oh god, I forgot about that.
1: That was oh. Oh man, delightful. And they shut the door like God, don't let him see us, don't let him see us, don't let him see. It was wonderful. And like him and uh, like uh, Deadpool and Colossus at this point have had this wonderful relationship where like they've grown together in a certain way. Like he's like Colossus has shown Deadpool that like he could be a better person, and Deadpool's shown Colossus like, hey, you could be more effective if you get a little dirty here and there.
0: Like it's mm-hmm. it's
1: wonderful in that way.
0: I love the bit about Cerebro smelling like Patrick Stewart's head.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful little one liner.
0: I love the opening where he's like mad at Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. Mm-hmm.
1: Has oh, has man. the little figurine of, oh, <laughs> of Logan on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like in the they he showed the, the little figurine of Wolverine on a stick, and I swear the whole theater went, Oh <laughs> They weren't prepared to see that.
0: Yeah. There's this Still uh delightful I'm angry at comicbook.com. dot com. It's bad enough they have all the ads they do, but Oh, the, they're saw, impossible to I look at
1: on a cell phone, man. It's frustrating.
0: I saw this, like, just, like, disgustingly clickbait-type article. It was just, like, the the title of it pissed me off. It was just, uh, Ryan Reynolds dashes hopes for Deadpool 3. And I click on it, and he's like, well, I don't think we'll do a Deadpool pull 3. I think it's probably going to be X-Force now. And I'm like, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> That's not what you said. <laughs>
0: Deadpool 3 would be X-Force, yes. Yeah. Yes. You dicks.
1: It's a nice Dash team he's got there. By the end, or a nice family, it as is. the film described it.
0: I guess they could like pop back and show that, like, oh, he saved those other guys. I think it's funnier that if he just saved uh, Peter and let him go and didn't save everyone else.
1: Oh, I think that's precisely what happened. Mm-hmm. He came back for the, the good soul that is Peter, and he let the rest of the team go. You want to go to save Shatterstar? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think the funniest thing in that movie, the thing I laughed hardest at, was watching that, that uh, empty pack run around. Oh, like, yeah. What, just, <laughs> just watching the parachute pack, like, just <laughs> falling. Like, the vanisher thing was hilarious to that me. That was a just, great bit. He's just like a floating backpack. That was great. Parachute pack, whatever. It's just
1: like there's an empty space in the in the cab or in the uh, cargo bay or whatever you call it in planes. I don't know. I'm scared of him. And he's... Just got the seatbelt there, and then and then there's like a pack, of, it, like the parachute just kind of comes out. And like I was watching, it, it was like, it could almost just be like someone threw it out. But it looks controlled, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. Like up until you actually see a body, it almost could have been a bit where it's just a bunch of luck, and they were just making like an inside joke about it. And then...
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's from the comics too, by the way. Oh, I was I was certain, that was,
1: yeah. I was sure of that. God, it's good. Oh, um, the survivor. We didn't talk about Domino, but damn, amazing.
0: Oh yeah, she's great. She
1: fits perfectly.
0: Mm hmm. Like she's a uh, she's a really fun character. Like that is the most interested I've ever been in that character.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never had a lot of. Uh, I don't know, man. I I think I would have like literally agreed with Deadpool through the entire film. Like that's not cinematic. That's not a real power. All the way to, like, use your imaginary powers to distract him from it. <laughs> to mm-hmm. later in the movie being like, you're amazing. That's You, know, you got this, you're fine. You're lucky."
0: Like... <laughs> I, I get it. I, I loved all of the stuff about her imaginary powers. I loved the stuff where he's like, you, who cre- uh, you were probably created by a comic book artist who couldn't draw feet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which, there's a theater probably 150 people in it. We were the only two that laughed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, we're in trustful, man. Trustful Alabama. <laughs> like We're the only two who know about Rob Give Liefeld. Give the only nerds who knew about feet. the
1: feet thing. Okay, fine.
0: Maybe we were.
1: I don't know. It was a good reference.
0: It was a good reference. I enjoyed it.
1: Well, I mean, I've, I, it's, a, you know, it's a good point. I, I'm, it's rare that you get to see a 2%er joke played out live, but we, we did it. We were the 2% that were like, no, I know what he's talking about. It's funny. Everybody else just... <laughs> <laughs> assumed that it was a weird reference about how comic book artists don't draw things realistically sometimes. Okay. Mm. Worked for them, I guess. What did you think about Cable? Oh, yeah. Uh, front to back, great. Really great. Um, even and including like all the DC references were funny. Just funny. I, they, I mm-hmm. didn't feel like they were taking cheap shots or anything. It was just funny. Um, they took
0: a couple of cheap shots. Well, but I like, was okay with it. You're
1: them. so dark. What are you from the DC universe? That's just funny. I'm good with that.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't care.
1: One of my favorite lines from the film, like when when he's fighting Cable at their first meeting, and Cable just has no idea who the hell he is or why he's intervening. Who are you? I'm Batman. Fucking yeah. killed me. Uh, but yeah, like Cable other, overall, um, he had a he had a really compelling story. Loved that it was parallel, but they didn't. It didn't feel. It felt like they lived two different experiences that were parallel in a way that like they they got each other. They, the way they come together mm. later in the film and they're just, you know, handing each other people to shoot in the head. Wonderful. Yeah, that was awesome. Brolin's performance, fantastic. He looks great as Cable. They made a good-looking piece of half-man, half-machinery that looks and feels like a freaking visceral time soldier. Like,
0: Which is, again, one of those instances where the fans, the internet fans, don't know what they're talking about. They were mad about Brolin being cast. They wanted that, some other dude, Some I don't even remember who he was now.
1: I don't know. And, like...
0: There were like a couple of top picks and people were just pissed that it wasn't that it wasn't either of them and
1: it's it's fine. Roland oh, but I did awesome. I did find out and by the way, uh, great work on the Thanos reference too.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: But good story, good acting. Loved where his, his role on it. Looking forward to him realizing in X-Force, I guess, that Deadpool fixed the time thing and didn't immediately go send send him back to his family. That's going to be fun. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Like they have the kind of relationship where it's I think they did it right. Like Cable's always annoyed by Deadpool. Deadpool always thinks it's a fun to annoy cable. We're good here.
0: Mm-hmm. I even loved oh my gosh, dude. Like but that was one of my well best together. laughs. One of my best laughs in the movie was when he was like doing the, the showing like drawing out the plan for the team in crayon. And he says, Watch out for cable. He's a little short guy. Not like in the comics.
1: Yeah. Five eleven. Not like in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, did you know? Apparently, there was a, a, a version of this movie we didn't get to see. Where a, I'm sure. before it, a, there's a little message from <laughs> but... Deadpool that says like, "Hey, kids." Uh, I'm guessing it's like it basically tells this, the audience like, "Hey, when you get home, don't look up Cable's backstory because it's not going to make sense." <laughs> this is we're doing a version of it, and it doesn't really. It's just his. It's true. Like his his backstory gets a little complicated sometimes. Anyway, but apparently there was like a precursor for it. I don't know. Made me wish, like, come on, man, just show one version of the movie and show us all. Yeah, right. But uh, I learned this uh, clicking around and looking for Easter eggs today. There was even more to The Vanisher's appearance than met the eye. Like, mm-hmm. he, Brad Pitt was originally approached for the role. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. One. I could have gone either way. Brad Pitt would have made a pretty good cable. Hmm. But apparently there was some scheduling and he didn't really have time. So the director, who apparently used to be like a stunt double for him, um, for like fight scenes mm-hmm. and stuff. Like he was, he's the guy you actually saw in Fight Club a lot of times, I guess. Um, if, I underst- That's cool. if I understood that correctly, please bear with me though. It was like the first thing I read this morning, and I was groggy. Mm. But I, if it's if it's uh, if, if, if I'm a reading that all right, yeah. Like they had that connection; they've been working together for years on several films. And he kind of said, "Like, look, I get it. You know, no scheduling. But hey, if I have something for you, will you you interested?" And he, yeah, he was interested. Called him up. He was a sport. Came on, snuck in the studio, quick cameo, out, and it was. Hilarious for anyone who noticed. I thought the joke was hilarious that it was a real person, and then later I found out it was Brad Pitt, and I thought it was funnier.
0: <laughs> I guess that's fair, man.
1: You two probably laughed way harder than I did at that sh- uh, that particular bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Yeah. There was a whole backstory to that that was pretty great, but the cable we got was uh, pretty fantastic. I'm I'm not complaining about a thing.
0: Yeah, I was even excited when he did the Redux and and mentioned his uh, his daughter's name.
1: Mm, yeah. I hope, yeah, <laughs> the savior.
0: <laughs> oh man, I I, I had a, a a great time.
1: I did. I even liked that. Like one of the uh, through lines of both films has been a stuffed animal.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, that that basic instinct baby dick scene.
1: Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. The whole baby legs, baby dick scene. So disturbingly funny.
0: <laughs> like when he uncrosses his legs and you see just that little glimpse of the baby dick, the entire audience was like, oh! No! Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Come on, you've all changed a diaper. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. well, that was great. <laughs> you know, actually, the part that I was, I was, yeah, the best part about that, the one that really got me, all the one-liners, fantastic, good stuff. Domino fits right in, I thought. Like, she came in and was immediately quipping. I'm like, yeah, she's going to be great here. She's um, great
0: in Atlanta, by the way. Oh.
1: Yeah. I only, I only watched the first half of the first season, and and it's on the to-do list. I don't know if I've seen her if I haven't. It's been too long. But She's in Atlanta. I'm sure she's good. But the part that really cracked me up was, like, he gets up to shake Cable's hand after they agree. <laughs> Everyone's like, he's doing it. It's like they're cheering him on. Like, Look at him go. Look at him go. He's got, look at those little legs, he's, looking at a press, oh man, I don't know why that part cracked me up so much, but it fucking did. <laughs> and then you end it with, uh, what's what's her name? What's the blind lady's name? Blind Al. Blind Al? Mm-hmm. What does she say, like, I have, I have no idea what's going on here or something, I don't know.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: I, I don't know. something about that scene really made me laugh, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, starts with something super creepy. Like, he, he gets her to, uh, I think he gets her to, like, touch his baby dick or something. I'm not sure. Yep. yep. It, like, it's like, does that baby like her baby dick? I don't know. It's funny either way, but like it's, like, it's probably someone going to watch these movies in ten years and be like, that's really creepy.
0: Yep. Man, I never thought I'd hear a, a version of Take On Me that made me want to cry.
1: Oh, it's good, though. And you but get the reference did. to the video, I assume.
0: Sure. Absolutely. It's a great video, too.
1: Yeah, it was. Good version.
0: Yeah, good movie. Yeah. They really... (laughs) I I don't know, I keep seeing people online being like, no, Deadpool 2 sucked, and I didn't like it. I'm like, you're just saying that, just to be contrarian.
1: Yeah, it's a hot take.
0: It's fantastic. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And somebody said, like, Deadpool 2, just another superhero movie. I was like, no, no, Deadpool 1 rewrote how you could do this. And Deadpool 2 lived up to Deadpool 1's expectations. And now, y- no, it's not just another, like, the, no, they're doing these differently, buddy. I'm sorry. This is different from an MCU film, which we all kind of know, like, they're good, and we kind of know how they go sometimes. And I'm okay with that.
0: It's I love just, the it, MCU it. reference. I love when he was, like, fighting Juggernaut, and he was like, sun's getting mighty low, big fella, or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Sun's <laughs> <laughs> <"Son's
1: laughs> getting real low, big fella.
0: Oh, man. That was and then weird. he
1: just throws him into a damn bus or some shit. Yeah. Oh, and that's another complaint I saw. They, like, Deadpool literally says, big CGI fight coming up, or whatever he says. Um, mm mm-hmm. And then they do a big CGI fight, and you see people complain, and like, ah, oh, it's just freaking CGI fights. I'm getting tired of it. Like, Fuck you, we live in the future. <laughs> <laughs> like... You can't tell me you weren't playing with your action figures at one point. Assuming you had them, maybe you had a Colossus and a Juggernaut action figure, and they fought and you didn't dream it up in your head. You got to see it. Shut your mouth. Uh huh. And it looked just fine. Well, I could totally tell it was fake for a second. Shut your damn mouth, man.
0: I mean, you know, I don't want to be. I mean, I get it when uh, it's distractingly
1: know. bad. I get it. Censoring. But if there's like, like um, if there's like a moment. Where you realize it's two not real characters. I get it. I get that it can even pull you out a little bit. But, like, you, you weigh that against what you get to see. And tell me it's not worth it to every now and then be like, yeah, I know a computer helped with that.
0: I don't know. Like, we, we get on here pretty much every week and, and bitch about stuff. You know, I don't want to be that guy. who's like, you can't bitch about things that I like, though. But
1: It's not even that you can't bitch. It's just every now and then just a little bit of appreciation. I The... It's just the guys who just every time there's a CGI scene, and there are there are plenty of these people that mm. when when it ends in a CGI fight, that's like a big no no for them. Like, man, it's a freaking superhero. We're talking about we're, these are gods and monsters battling in the streets. Like, you can't do that with. We got to bring in a computer, some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could, but I mean, there's a whole slew of movies dating back to the beginning of film showing you stuff like that, and. Y'all complained that it didn't, I mean, well, let's be fair. Most of you didn't see it. Most of you just kind of went, eh, well, yeah." <laughs> those, I mean. those movies are old and slow paced, so I can't watch them. And there's some black and white. <laughs> Ew.
1: No, you're yeah. not, like, I I get it in some, in some ways I totally get it, but it's not like, let's put it this way. Here's a good example. And was it the third Matrix when he battles like 900 uh, Agent Smiths? Yeah. It does not look great. For a movie that in 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 the number one in the series looked phenomenal, like changed the game, won all the things because it should have. Mm-hmm. And then you get to three, and that looked it looked like a a, a cutscene in a in a computer game at times.
0: Yeah, it did. I, I get two it. and three did.
1: I get it. I at know. Times. I know it didn't look great,
0: but at the time, that was like where the when, the, when it started to turn though. I think because like, dude, like I went to see the second one. And when he's fighting all those Aegis Smiths in the park, like, I knew. I was I'm sitting there looking like going, you know what? That doesn't look real, but I don't care. That's the
1: attitude I'm trying to promote here. That's all. I know that doesn't look real, but the story I'm being told matters. Not necessarily that I have to, like, I, it doesn't have to com- be that realistic. I get it. It's mm-hmm. just like they're the, it's the hot take guys out there that are like, well, it's a CGI fight. I could totally tell. Man, come on. You. We're, we're living a dream here, dude. Just 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 calm down on that.
0: Those guys remind me of the people that used to, like, go on my YouTube and, and, like, even though the title says Comedy Sketch, they, they'll write a comment and say, this is totally fake. I'm like, no, no kidding, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it was telegraphed. Yeah. I, at, one point, at the top I ra- of At the one video. point
1: I ran a, uh, an upstart pizza restaurant that got reviewed on a fruit cup. Somebody came in at 7 in the morning, got a fruit cup, and said the fruit could have been fresher. I was like, we're a pizza restaurant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: C- come have a damn slice before you get on Yelp. <laughs> that's rough. That's I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's the source of my anger. But anyway, that it's just the kind of thing. It's, uh, just yeah. Uh, that being that being said, I I don't have as many problems with animation as some people do. I don't catch it. It doesn't ca- I like. I don't catch it as much. This looked pretty damn good
0: though. Mm-hmm. It did. I, I didn't.
1: Even the like... Juggernaut Harry man ass looked pretty good. <laughs> looked like a giant hairy man-ass.
0: Did you notice as they faded out, he was getting up out of the pool? Was he? Yeah, I think so. He survived. So. It looked like it, yeah.
1: That'd be great. Yeah, he's a juggernaut. He's yeah, a juggernaut, but, bitch. I mean, electrocuted in a pool, because <laughs> they, they use like a live wire. It's not like that wire ran out of energy and said, oh, we're done here. It's still being pumped. Uh-huh. He'd have had to gather himself enough to, to get out, but hey, it's a juggernaut. What are you going to do? I'd love it if he was still around.
0: I mean, I'm sure he... Like I said, because of the way it ended, the the in the post credits, they could do whatever they wanted. Mm hmm. Even
1: uh, even stop Green Lantern from being born.
0: <laughs> it's still on my shelf.
1: That was hilarious.
0: That was great. I I've never heard an audience cheer like that when he like popped in and like killed X Men Origins Wolverine.
1: Oh yeah, that was uh, lo- that uh, was Deadpool, the, I mean. the mo- it was one hundred and fifty people all with the same exact appreciation of that moment. Yes. That was terrible. It's great, and that was the that was the one thing when he got the time machine. That was honestly that was my first thought. Was like he's gonna go kill. He's gonna go kill the bad Deadpool. Like
0: hey Logan, big fan. Pop 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 pop. Just clean up the timeline. Pop 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 pop. Pop 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 pop
1: pop. They use that shot of like Logan just confused. Like what the hell is going on here?
0: I think that actually that scene may have made. X-Men Origins Wolverine worth watching.
1: Oh, it's the only benefit I've gotten from it.
0: Oh, come on.
1: I mean, well, aside from that, the opening scene and the one line about, like, I'm going to kill you to you even know how, I'm going to cut your goddamn head off and see if that works or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Aside from those Schreiber, two moments.
0: Schreiber was great. There was a, that, that opening montage of them throughout the ages was amazing. Uh, I wish they'd...
1: But it got so weird. Got. Yeah, it got so weird, though, that I wish <laughs> I wish that was all I remembered. Like, that's the kind of meta joke about that movie is... He gets shot in the head, and then only remembers certain pieces. And I kind of wish I could.
0: Sort of like a Taylor Kitsch playing a Fay Gambit and Will I Am for some unknown reason.
1: It was a strange time.
0: It's a pretty pretty comic accurate blob, though.
1: Yeah, I give him that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it was a, it was I a shame he...
1: Schreiber got so wasted. He, he did a great job.
0: He did a great job. Absolutely. I think I'm gonna call it. What do you say? How do you feel? Let's bail. All right. All right, so we're DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DC On com. We are on Twitter and at DC On Screen and uh, Instagram at DC On Screen. We're on Facebook, DC On Screen. It's,
1: it's we'll finally a do a Marvel, thing. Uh, like an actual DVC movie later this year when they get around to it. What? Just, it, uh, like, we'll finally actually review a DC movie, but it's going to be a while.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. it's going to be a minute. Um, uh,
1: nice little stretch between these films.
0: Yeah. Uh,. I don't know. Having fun. This what, what I'm caring about right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. If you are new to this uh, this show and you enjoyed it, pop over to iTunes or wherever you be listening from, and be sure to just crush the hell out of that subscribe button. Don't break your phone though, because that would kind of suck. And we're not responsible for that.
1: No. But maximum effort.
0: <laughs> anyway, we'll be back with more reviews. And then eventually uh, another news episode. Hopefully, shortly so. after. <laughs> yeah, a lot of reviews coming out. A lot it's of just, finales. Yeah,
1: we're wrapping up all the TV shows.
0: Yep. All right, we love you. Until next time, keep some DC on y'all screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52 Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast, Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a Maladjusted production. Visit Maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you Maladjusted. Hey, come on in. The water's fine. I'm your bartender, Greg. I'll be mixing it up for you. As a bartender, I've seen and done some ridiculous stuff because of my job. I don't know how your work day went, but the other night, an A-list celebrity refused to pull his pants up. Before that, I puked into the cash register. A week later, I made out with Stormy Daniels. If you'd like to hear more about these shenanigans, subscribe to Behind Bars, Cocktails, and Wasted Nights. Oh, and you got to be 21 to hear this stuff, so have some ID ready. Cheers!